This is WWE superstar Bray Wyatt, and you are listening to Maximum Threshold. Follow the buzzards. Automatic defense procedures initiated. What we've got here is... Maximum voltage. Maximum power. Maximum carnage. This is Maximum Threshold. Call the show at... 440-709-4977. Maximum Threshold. And here's your hosts, Dom. He's actually quite smart. He just makes errors of judgment along the way. That is, of course, a brand new prong for you. Man, what's going on with that mic? I just cleaned this all up. Hmm. So, somebody messing with my settings here. Hold on a second. Let me try to blow this thing out. Okay. I pa- there, it sounds better. I paused it and screamed it in the mic. <laughs> what's going on out there, everybody? I want to welcome you to another fine, filled edition of the Maximum Threshold Radio Show and Experience. Whew. Wow, what a busy couple days here, man, here at Maximum Threshold. Some really kick-ass interviews, got to meet and talk with some really cool people. And, damn, just had a blast here. Shit, about an hour and a half ago, we were out hanging out with with royalty. (laughs) Yes, I'm I'm talking about um, WWE superstar Charlotte, Ric Flair's daughter. So, um, Jeff and I, we were ooting a boot. And we caught up with her and talked about the road to WrestleMania and a bunch of other cool stuff. So stay tuned, man. A little later on in the program, I want to air that as well as my little interview I did with Bray Wyatt. That's a pretty interesting one, too, as well. I would love to. I wish these would have been. I had more time to talk to these people. But, man, if we had more time, I could have really jumped in deep and talked some real fun stuff. That we only had to, you know, just sugarcoat everything. Not really sugarcoat, but, you know, it could only talk. We only had so much time to work with, so we had to throw all the important stuff that they wanted to talk about and mention out there. So you'll notice that none of it is like, as you know, none of our interviews are scripted ever. So you'll, you'll notice that. What was that? Something's beeping. Let's see what's going on. So I got a bunch of, I got a, some cool interviews here lined up. So what I'm going to do is what's eight twenty six? Um, hmm. Oh man, yeah, I'm going to get the ball rolling here with some music and stuff, and get the interview with Bray Wyatt. We're going to knock that one out. Just get that get that one going, I think. And then I'm going to just let some stuff play here for a bit. Just to, you know, whatever. You know, I'm going to come back and do what we do best. You know, you know how we row. So, um, I just want to make sure everybody's tuned in and you're listening. If you're listening to me now, of course, obviously, you were tuned in and you're listening. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
for some cool stuff to play for you tonight. Something I haven't played in a while. Uh, I don't think there's much going on in the music news. Oh, man. Yeah, there's not really that much. So I'm not going to rehash old shit. Cause I'm, not, I'm not like that. Um, okay, let's do... Here we go. Line that up. I'm just putting stuff up on the board here. And... Once I get all this together here, then I'm just going to let it roll. But yeah, I want to think. Let me, knock, let me knock these commercials out here real quick and come right back, okay? So you guys don't hear, you have to put up with them later, okay? We'll be right back right after this short break here on Nancy Commercial Radio. Horns up, fist in the air, bitches. Everybody knows that tattoos are all the rage. And you want to be cool and get a tattoo. Yeah. But you're not really cool until you got the gear, too. So the newest gear, the coolest gear, the hottest gear is United Tattoo Brotherhood. Because only people... Coolest cats got them? No. Only people with tattoos accept everybody. Not everybody accepts everybody with tattoos. And it is a brotherhood. Yes, it is. It's, we're, we're all family. And these are available only at utb13.com or at Gen X in Willoughby, Ohio. And you go on there, you can get hoodies, t-shirts, women's shirts, and soon you'll be able to get some hats. Sweet. And uh, they're a new sponsor of ours. And check it out. I think they really do it. UTB13.com. Those are the letters. UTB13.com. It's United Tattoo Brotherhood. Yes. Join the family. Miss the live show? Go to stitcherradio.com and search Maximum Threshold and listen in today. That's Maximum Threshold and Stitcher Radio, a match made in heaven. Wondering how you're hearing Maximum Threshold right now? The online 24-7 player. You listen to it live and it's streamed and it's fueled by JWN Media. Once again, it's JWN Media. Check them out if you're looking. JWN Media has reasonable prices for shoutcast feeds. So if you have yourself a show and you want to get on the air, you can do so. If you have your music, you want to play it on your website 24-7, you can do that at JWN Media. They'll take care of all your online needs. Once again, it's JWNmedia.com. Tell me you heard about this through MaximumThreshold.net. Hello there, good people. Okay, I'll be back after this. Here's the Bray Wyatt interview. And enjoy this. And I got a few songs coming out after this. So I'll be back after this here on Maximum Threshold. Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Maximum Threshold of all Threshold radio shows. Maximum Threshold, you're on the air. Hello. Hey, Bray, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up, man? How are you? Oh, pretty good. You're just, just kicking back here in cold Cleveland, man. How you doing? Yeah, it, it, it is quite cold. <laughs> it's supposed to go up to 51, though, today. And how's that for nuts? Yeah, that, that's warm for y'all, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. Especially this time of the year. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so what's going on, man? You know, just uh, uh, getting ready for uh, Fastlane here uh, on the road to WrestleMania. You know, mm-hmm. exciting time of year for us. You know, this is our mecca, and you know, know it's it's. I'm stuck getting the antsy this time of year. You know, I hear you. 
Yeah, man. I've been I've been following you since day one when you popped in the WWE. And it was like, I was so excited when you came on board there. It was like, because at that point in time, when wrestling, it was, it was kind of like, it, it was getting kind of stale at the time. They needed some new blood. Oh, yeah. They needed some new blood, man. And, and they needed some, like, a new sense, not so much a direction, but they just needed a new focus on something else. And they needed, and they needed somebody, you know, a, a good heel like you to come in there and just take over and just blow up, man. How did, how did it make you feel yeah. when you came in the, um, in, and just just blew up just like that. I mean, it, it's my entire time here has been a yeah. reward. You know, uh, I feel like I'm the luckiest guy in the world. Mm-hmm. I get to go out and spread my message, you know, and become a, a voice that I always wanted to be. And yeah. it's it's an honor too because you know we came from NXT and yeah. that has grown to such a platform. And we were the first ones to come out of NXT. Yeah. You know, as is, we were we were we, we like joke and call ourselves the grandfathers of NXT, you know. Mm-hmm. It's been an honor to work alongside with Hunter in that regard. And uh, to come up here on the grand scale and have people accept us for the product we were we were putting out there, you know, it, it, it's been beautiful and wonderful, you know. It has just been a dream. Mm-hmm. Now, how did you get in, how did you get involved with NXT? How did, you know, how did that process take place? Uh, I, uh, I, came up to the main roster WWE for a while Mm -hmm. and I was just a shell of a man that you know wasn't ever really real you know I was forced to be something that I was not and I kind of went down back to Florida in my my own madness I kind of found myself and uh you know started portraying I started you know being more myself and 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 people just kind of got behind it you know and it's 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 really taken off, and it's 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 happy, you know. NXT was such an honor. Yeah, I could you could just see, man, watching from from when you when you first popped in there, and watching all the way to the evolution of yourself now, just to see just how great a wrestler you you're really coming into, and and I just I just see just so much more, you know, coming out, you know, down the road for you. Yeah, well, I appreciate that, and yeah, I got my, you know, I I feel like we've we've been. You know, uh, on the, on the side of caution for too long, you yeah. know, we kind of, uh, want to reach out and, and, and become, you know, I want to be the world champion. You know, I want to win mm-hmm. the Royal Rumble and main event WrestleMania and those type of things are, you know, they're very, very real possibilities. Yeah. And they're, you know, they're my life goals now because I, I already got my match at WrestleMania with Undertaker, yeah. which was, you know, I, I thought coming into here, that was a higher honor to me than winning a world title because oh, yeah. that was, you know, that's something that, that won't be there in the future. And, you know, once I got that out of the way, you know, I broadened my horizons now and I'm, I'm ready to take on the world. Bro. You're doing a great job, man. And, you know, and you never, you never see anything negative about you, which is really cool. You know, <laughs> and it, it, you, mean, you mean, other than your, your character role, man, you're, you're great, man. Your, your wrestling skills are right there, man. And for being as you know as, as large as you are in the in the ring, man, you pull everything <laughs> off. I'm not saying fat or anything. Like that. I'm just saying you're just a, a big guy, man, and and you're able to you know do those wicked moves and and it you know I I appreciate it. And I know the other guys and you know in the backstage there, they appreciate seeing seeing somebody of, of your caliber pulling all that off every night too. Oh yeah, I appreciate that too, man. And it's yeah, I mean I work really hard to to get to this point, and it's. 
it's it's been it's really paid off mm-hmm. like it's uh it's 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 very happy place that I'm in right now, but like I said, there, there's a lot of unfinished business. Starting at Fast Lane, you mm-hmm. know, this Sunday, leading onto the road to WrestleMania, which is you know, our our, our mecca. And who are you going to be wrestling um, Fast Lane? It'll be my brothers versus uh, Big Show, mm-hmm. Kane, and Ryback. Damn, that's going to be intense, man. I'm looking forward yeah, to that. That's a whole lot of meat. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> you know. <laughs> So so what's so um, how was the take when when Brian came on board there? Um, how how did how did what, did Vince approach you saying hey we got this guy he's gonna fit him perfect with your with you guys or how did that work? Uh, I I remember the first time I saw Brian mm-hmm. and it was like uh, you know what are you gonna do with that guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, as, as soon as I saw him, I go I go he's he's gonna be a Wyatt. Yeah. sooner or later and <laughs> I, I was right you know and we've kind of welcomed him with open arms you know mm-hmm. now we got another huge guy to tack along yeah. you know and it's building upon our legacy mm-hmm. we're done here we want to be remembered with the four horsemen and yeah. the nwos and dx's and uh, you know we're we're right on par mm-hmm. with that you know as as becoming immortal you know mm-hmm. um how about the, the the vignettes that you've been doing, man? How how do you how do you feel you've been coming along making them? This is this is one thing that uh, I've always told people, and and uh, it's a, a right on route to our success is mm-hmm. because a lot of this is we go out in the woods and yeah. uh, I just talk, you know. Mm-hmm. It's it's they turn the camera on and I just speak my mind, and I've, it's almost therapeutic to me. Yeah. Uh, shoot stuff like that because I just get to tell people whatever's on my mind, you know, and I have, you know, lots of views on the world as a whole and, you know, and I like, I really like to talk about that, you know, as far as in character, you know, it's, it's a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. Did you ever consider yourself being a philosopher? Uh, I, I know people have thrown out kind of uh, a lot of those titles at me before. Mm-hmm. One in particular that I enjoyed was, I think, uh, Somebody called me a swamp prophet. <laughs> that's, that's a good <laughs> so I was one. Like, well, I, you know, he said it to me in a derogatory way, but I took it as a as a huge compliment. I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, it looks like it works." <laughs> <laughs> so, I, another question: If you could do anything else other than wrestling, what would that be? Because you sound like you're, mean, uh, you could be like a rock star, uh, man. You got you got yeah, the, uh, you got the stage yeah, I, performance. I mean, Rockstar would definitely be fun. I don't, I, I don't know how to play any instruments, <laughs> but uh, I always saw myself as the front man anyway. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think uh, I, uh, uh, Rockstar, that would be fun. But I don't think that's realistic for me. <laughs> I, I think I've always, I've always liked to just speak to people. You know, yeah. that's kind of been my gift to the world, that is, yeah. and you know, my greatest talent. So I think I, I would love to do radio and mm-hmm. stuff like that in the future. You know, I, I'd love to say I'd like to do MMA, but uh, I think I, that waved bye-bye to me a long time ago, so <laughs> I'm content where I'm at. Is there any, any talks about you doing a podcast? Uh, I've actually, uh, back in the early days mm-hmm. uh, Bray Wyatt, I used to just go and uh, I would take this upon myself. You know, Dusty Rhodes, the late great Dusty Rhodes was instrumental in, in, in my development. And he would have me do this. Uh, I would go to like just 
I don't know, Scientology buildings or mm-hmm. stuff like this, like out in just public eye. And I would just speak before anyone knew who I was. I would just stand out there and, and with a megaphone and just talk to people <laughs> as they walked by. And, you know, that, 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 it's kind of really added to who I've become. I've mm-hmm. actually, you know, been to jury duty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Bray Wyatt and, and things like that. And it helped me become, you know, me and him are one. Mm-hmm. When you were, you're talking about the Scientology, did you ever get sucked into that? Did you ever walk in the building and let them try to talk you into it? No, but I, I, that <laughs> always has interests me. Like, not just Scientology, yeah. but every religion and how similar they are, uh, I've always been interested in. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, uh, I just like to talk about that sort of things because I, I feel myself as a very spiritual person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I like I like hearing other sides of it and other ideals. Yeah. Uh, another question that's a little off the topic of that, but this is dealing back with the wrestling. Um, with like Make-A-Wish Foundation, have you dealt a lot with um, kids with, with uh, Make-A-Wish? I have. Mm-hmm. I, I have done a lot of Make-A-Wishes. I did. I think I did like five or six in Europe a couple months ago. Oh, wow. uh, it's not something I like to broadcast yeah. because I don't think it should be. Yeah. Uh, I never really. It, it's, it's something I enjoy and something that I've been passionate about. But it's it's not something that I I need feel the need to broadcast yeah. about for doing something good and something straight from the heart should be just that mm-hmm. that's, and not publicized to, for personal gain. Yeah, that's that's definitely one of the one of the cool things about it, especially if you have the opportunity. My daughter was involved with the, with Make a Wish and she had one of her wishes yeah, granted. Yeah, beautiful thing. Oh man, just so many people come around and support you and piece it all together and just for the goodness of like one day or so and. And just to, just to see the smile on the kid's face and know that you actually help I mean, inspire yeah, dude, them or something. If you just think about it, you know, it's, it's a, a child's last wish. Yep. And, you know, how how amazing is it that uh, it's still baffling to me, like, well, this child wants to meet me, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's, 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 really, it's really cool, man. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, just a couple more things here and let you get going. Um, what should we expect um, from from the Wyatt family this year? Does anything really major come up that that we could you could talk about? This is the, this is the era of the Wyatts. Mm-hmm. As, as you look as you look at the roster, and you see Randy Orton hurt and John Cena hurt, yeah. you know all all these Daniel Bryan retiring. It's kind of opened the door for us to take the brass ring because yeah, you know what I mean? Everyone expects it out of us and they should because we expect it out of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I I feel like it's it's hit that point where it's time for us to kind of regulate this and and become the legends that we wanted to portray. Nice. Uh Bray, can you do us a quick favor? Yeah. Can you do a promo ID for our radio show? Just say your name sure. and you're listening to maximum threshold. And throw something crazy out at the end of it. Don't put no thought into it. Okay, I got that. Okay. This is WWE superstar Bray Wyatt, and you are listening to Maximum Threshold. Follow the buzzard. That was perfect. Bray, hey, I want to thank you very much, man. I'm, and I'll be seeing you Sunday, though, at, at Fastlane. I'm looking forward to that match and just the whole event. And I hope everybody's out there supporting the Wyatt family throughout the run and and everything, man. Looking forward to it. All right, yeah. Me too, man. Thank you very much for having me.
Anytime, man. And when you come back to Cleveland, I've got some other things I could talk to you about. Of course. That would be awesome. Okay. All right. Thank you very much, sir. You're welcome. And have a good one. Take care. You too. request on 
What's going on? What ah, ah, I gotta clean that thing out. Damn. Dude, I don't. Ow, Jack. Hello. Okay. I think we cleared it out. What the hell? I gotta think. I gotta switch channels to this thing. Tear that bitch apart to clean it. Ah, I ain't looking forward to that, man. That's a that, um compressor there that has a, a lot of little shit you gotta dig into it when you tear it apart to clean um, potentiometers I just gotta find time for that crap but um yeah you got done hearing some some guns and roses by request and you also heard some except by request and you heard an interview with Bray Wyatt that I did by request cause I wanted to play it Yep. So, I want to thank everybody again for tuning into this lovely week's edition of the Maximum Threshold Radio Show. And, you know, she haven't heard me talking too much about Indie Authority because I don't think we're with them anymore. Uh, hey, it shit happens. So, oh well, moving right along. Uh, let's see here. What we got going on? I got I got a few other. I got some interviews I got to knock out here. Um, Rad Chad just did an interview with um, P.O.D. Um, with my good friend Marcos. Marcos Curio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, he's got a son named after me. So, just wanted to say that. Yeah. He's a good guy, man. <sighs> mm-hmm. So, I think we're going to play that in a minute or so. Um... Then I got an interview here with Randy Black. I'm gonna try to try to toss in. I got another one here with Dead Dead Cross. So I'm gonna try to wiggle these guys in here. It's gonna to be tough because we're at such a time constraint as it is, and there's, I got a lot of other stuff I gotta do away from the studio. I gotta to put together a day bed, bunk beds, and I just gotta do stuff. And it's a Saturday night, okay? Yeah, so um, I got just a bunch of stuff to do. Man, don't tell me this thing's on its way out. Uh, I I won't be I won't really be liking that because I I've kind of really grown. Ah, oh, this is dirty. That's what it is. Okay. Uh, check check. <laughs> hello. 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 Check check check. Check one, two, three, four, five, six. I think I'm gonna have to take a break and then switch this shit out here up here. So yeah, let me do that because it's it's starting to sound like shit, and I don't want you guys don't need to hear that. Okay, so give me give me a little bit of time here. I'm gonna take a break. I'm gonna play some music for you. Then I'm gonna come back and hopefully it sounds better. It should because I'm just gonna switch channels. I never use the other channel. So let's do this. Um, what do I want to do? Okay, we'll, we'll do this interview with Marcos Curio right now with POD. And then um, come back. There's some other cool stuff lined up. We'll be back after this here on Max and Threshold Radio. Horns up, fist in the air. Missed the live show? Go to stitcherradio.com and search Maximum Threshold and listen in today. That's Maximum Threshold and... Stitcher Radio, a match made in heaven. A trunk, sensual. Mistake. 
massage picks you up and makes you feel good. with you just uh-huh, Eddie, not here. Can you help me? Hey, this is Michael Wilson of Queensryche, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold. Crank it and keep whipping on this station. Hey, what's up? This is Rad Chad for Maximum Threshold Radio. I'm in Bakersfield, California. Joining me right now is the cat from POD, original guitarist, and still plugging away, man, Marcos Curiel. <laughs> How you doing, man? What's You're up, on brother? tour for 10 years, man. Thank you for joining me, man. Yeah, on tour for 10 years, man. How the hell is that going, bro? Dude, it's awesome. Uh, you know, we, we uh, I didn't really know those guys too much. Mm-hmm. And then uh, getting to know, you know, these different bands on the road with us is, has been a complete pleasure, man. Uh, they're gentlemen. They're, they're nice dudes. Yeah. You know, it's, it's cool to get Solid on. band. Solid band. You know, cool to get on the road with, with cool people because sometimes you get on the road where you're not clicking. Mm-hmm. And I tend to think that we're, we get along with almost anybody, um, but there's those guys out there that are just douchebags. That <laughs> they think they're too cool or too cool for school. Like, yeah. Come on, man! Yeah. We've all sold millions of records yeah. there, so let's just yeah, yeah. Don't sell yourself short, man. man. You've yeah. done, you guys, you catch like, done good, man. You, done. you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah. No. And it's the guys that haven't sold many that yeah. have this attitude. It's like, are you insecure? What the heck's your problem, dude? Why, are you, why are you tripping? Yeah. So we keep it positive, and it's been a pleasure touring with uh, Dead Letter Circus from Australia. 10 oh, wow. years from Tennessee and uh, War of Ages from Pennsylvania. Awesome, man. Awesome. Now, the, the Awakening. Let's talk about the Awakening. Yeah. How, uh, you, obviously, you dropped it in August 2015. It's gotten some, it's got a little bit of momentum, but then, I mean, let's be honest, it, I heard it's it's kind of it's kind of lost its little momentum. Is that is that because the critics, <laughs> or man? Because I've listened to the album, man. It's, it's solid. And who's giving you that info? I don't know, but uh, they tell me they're gonna kill me, man. <laughs> no, no, that's cool. You know what it is, man. It's not that. It's, it's um, you know, at, at the, we've been in the business for a long time, mm-hmm. and, and it's about having a effective, good team. Mm-hmm. It's not just about the songs. It's not just about the band. It's about the effective team. You need a tribe, man. Just like to bring up kids, the same thing to bring up your songs, man. You need yeah. you need a, you need the right people around you, and. Uh, we did some things differently on this on this uh, album cycle that mm-hmm. we probably could have done different and better, and uh, we're fixing that right now. Okay. And uh, I don't mean to throw you under the bus. I apologize. No, It's not necessarily that <clears throat> it's done. I haven't put a second single out, and there's yeah. a reason for that. It's not the, the first single went to. If you want to get statistical. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, well, first, the first song went to number thirteen, and uh, here in the con- in the United States. And we haven't released a second single because we've been having management mm-hmm. and our record company. Ain't so that with, that being, with that being said, there's other singles on the record that we want to release, but you have to have the right team in place. So we're kind of trying to figure out who that is and how we're going to make it happen, or if we're just going to release something else and mm-hmm. do a new record. And, but right now we're definitely working hard and touring. And you know what? It shows when we play live. Oh yeah. People that are showing up, they know the record, they know the stuff. We're like, okay, cool. We have the fan base. We, you know, we're not taking it for granted, and we're really blessed to be where we're at at this day and age, considering yeah. all the trends and fads that we've seen come and go. 
Yep. Throughout I mean, career, you know. I mean, like I said, and I and I mean this as as through the heart. I'm not gonna pull shit. You, that's just how I am because I'm a fan. I'm gonna buy the stuff. I'm gonna buy, go out and watch mm -hmm. the you know the shows and, and turn the stuff on to my son because I just gave these CD, CDs, this yeah. couple CDs to sign for my son. I mean, you guys, have, you guys are still successful, man. I mean, just to hear that that negative little minute negative bullshit kind of bugs me in a way too, man. Well, you know what it is, man. It's a business. Yeah. And and, and a lot of people tend to forget that and. They think it's all—it's all about the music, man. It's like it is, but yeah, it's called the music business for yeah. a reason. And the thing is, is uh, you know, we can't afford to be making those kind of mistakes at this age in the game. Yeah, which, and you know, yeah. at, at this stage in the game. And the thing yeah. is, dude, is uh, we'll weather the storm. Yeah, we, I mean, we did it before. You yeah, know, we, we you went guys, away for five years, hiatus. Like it's, yeah. We came back, released yeah. "Murder Love," had three top ten yeah. singles. Yeah. And you know, when we released that record, we were like. Let's see if people even care. And they obviously did. And we had the right team, the right management, mm -hmm. the right mm -hmm. label. And we had three top 10 singles. Lost and Forever went to number one. Uh, Higher went to number nine. And Beautiful went to number four. Wow, man. And then, like I said, on this new record, this goes out to you, went to number 13. So yeah. we're, we're there. It's just a matter of. Yeah, and all. You know, not, it's just. We, we don't know what the yeah. next single's gonna be, but yeah. we may have to do grassroots <laughs> and um, and do it and do and put it out ourselves. And if it grant, if it gains momentum on its yeah. own, you know how that goes. Yeah. People just kind of like become bandwagoners after a while. So yeah, I mean, it is like you said, it is what it is. Getting back to the album, man. I mean, I noticed like on all your albums and all your, uh, you always have a special guest on it, man. Is that and like like this one has you know Maria Brink from uh, In This Moment. I mean, you know the cat from. I'm sorry, I'm not too familiar with the cat that 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 from the punk band uh, uh, sick of it all sick of it all man i mean just i mean what what is that is that artistic kind of coming come from you and that that the yeah, band or it comes from all of us um we've been you know very fortunate to be able to do that that's a more of a pop hip-hop thing for the collaboration gotcha, thing gotcha. and we we started doing it back on the satellite days mm -hmm, and we thought mm -hmm. it was a great idea like back then we had hr from bad brains mm -hmm. Ika mouse jimmy Josta. i mean, uh, I mean shit, had, man. And throughout the records we've had different people yeah and we do it because it's a, we're paying tribute to artists that we really really like and we also respect Vibe so on a like, gig, yeah so it's like one of those things so we decide on this record hey you know let's see if we can get you know an iconic punk rock person yeah hardcore punk, we got yeah. new on this one and then the, the relationship with maria just kind of we were on tour together on yeah. outdoor fest a few years ago and she was always at the side of our stage watching our set and, and she was yeah. she was like i'm genuinely a, a fan of your band and then it just became became a friendship and next thing you know we were like let's ask her see if she wants to be on the record and she sounds tight Sounds yeah, tight. Oh, thank you. Man. I like that type. I like that man. I mean, like I said, it's sexy man. Yeah, sexy yeah. Song, I mean, that's man. that's a trip. When I listen to him, I'm like, wow, man. It's, it sounds like you guys are both having a full conversation, man. Yeah. Like real, for real, man. Like the man is, man. So what else is going on with you cats, man? Other than touring and the and and you know working on maybe working on a little bit more material, man. I know, like you've done a lot of producing, man. I know yeah, it's like yeah. yeah, I do a lot of that. I mean, I I, ha I haven't really because I've been focusing on POD so much. Yeah. But I just recently produced a band out of San Diego called the uh, Boss Fight. Boss Fight. And they're kind of like Bad Religion meets like oh, Rise badass. Against, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, Epitaph Records or Fat Records kind of style. Yeah. And I, um, I like that kind of stuff. So when my buddy asked me to produce their band, I was like, man, I haven't produced a band in quite some time. But uh, sure, why not? And uh, ended up turning out really well. I can't wait for it to come out. Uh, 
the record's called Days of Grey. Days of Grey. And the album, the, the title of the band's Boss Fight. So if you get a chance, I check him out. I produced that record. Yeah, so, anything uh, this cat does, I, I guarantee you, man. I mean, he's done what? You've done stuff for, for the Daredevil soundtrack. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, come on, man. Come on. I got to yeah, do my homework, I man. Did, I did. You uh, did. You did. Matt, you, my, my buddy's a big, big Madden fan, man. I mentioned, two, what? Matt, you did some stuff for Madden, 2003, correct? 2003, yeah. yeah. Um, which was with the same group. It was with the Nappy Roots from Kentucky. Wow. It was, they were a hip-hop group, and they wanted a rock remix of their hip-hop song. So basically, I took all their tracks and mm -hmm. got rid of the music mm -hmm. and just, just listened to the original and then structured their vocals and just played guitar and bass. That's bad. And drums and put drums on I gotta, I gotta, I gotta definitely gotta check it. Are you more of a hip-hop cat than, than you are a rock cat, man? No. I, Are you I, just, I'm, you like, just like combining that? You know what it is, man? It's it's not a thing that I force or con it's contrived. It's the way I was brought up, man. I grew I grew up in the hood, so everybody listened. <laughs> yeah. Everybody listened to hip hop or new wave yeah. or whatever. And then I was like the kid that was in the metal. Yeah. And, yeah same and, and I was like the kid that was like in my family, but I was also re really really seasoned with band, like Carlos Santana because yeah. I'm Latino. And my family. Yeah. Was, they you know they extraordinary musician. <laughs> they had the vinyls. Mm -hmm. You know, all there, and I, Jimi Hendrix, Zeppelin, Santana, and I pull them out and just play them, and 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 then, and then as man. I grew up, I, I found my own way, got into like bands like Primus, The Doors, mm -hmm. Metallica, yeah. obviously, Master yeah. of Puppets was the first Metallica record. I yeah, because if it wasn't like I said, if it wasn't for my Latino friends and my and my and my my black brothers, man, I would have never gotten into to to the hip hop. Of course, I'm an old school hip hop, like you know, Ice Cube and NWA, yeah. and all those cats, man. And then you know, like you said, Santana and all of that, that vibe. That, man. But see, that's that's California, or from for me, it's SoCal. Yeah. And and that that's that's not something that was forced. It was like something that yeah. Came, but it, see, it, I mean, organically and natural. Yeah, it's dude. like, but our music communities is, I think, our younger generation is lacking that, man. It's like we're being we're being subjected to like, I mean, you know this, man. I don't want to get it. You know, I don't want to name. Well, you know what it is, Miley man, Cyrus and, and all okay, that no, crap. No, yeah, yeah. You, well, you know, know what, what that, I mean. I mean, that's just where we're at. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of that has to do with uh, segregation. Segregation. Because think about it. When bands were coming out in our time, I don't know how old you are, but they, you, had the, you had the Primuses, <laughs> the Chili Peppers. Yeah. You had like all these... Apps. I listened to punk too, you man. Know, yeah, the punk rock. And yeah. Everybody was just kind of in doing their own thing. Yeah. There was an identity. Now everyone's a part of a scene. It reminds me a lot of the old hair band metal. Yeah. It's like, oh, everyone looks the same. Everyone... Band sounds pretty. What about high alive. school? What about the high school scene? Remember, it was like, are you? Well, are when you? I was growing up, I was into a lot of the uh, Revelation bands. Yeah. You know, like Straight yeah. Edge, like yeah, yeah. And you know, Zach De La Roca's first band, Inside Out. Okay, okay. Um, okay. You know, and uh, you know, a lot of East Coast stuff, like. But I'm saying is, what I'm trying to say is, man, when I understand what your point is, it's like, it's like I feel like sometimes I feel like I'm in high school when I go when I go and hit 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 a, hit a music scene or whatever, man. It's like, well, no, you're supposed to be you got the hit, you know what I mean? I fuck Which, all you that. You know what it is, man. man. I, I, I'm okay with it, but that whole experimental side and yeah. eccentric side of, of trying to be different, it's kind of been lost. Yeah. Because people are like, well, it's not cool. Well, no, everyone has to look the same. It's the same thing yeah. with pop music. It's like Glee. We're the, the Glee generation. Yeah, yeah. And, and, the, and the voice <laughs> and all that yeah. stuff. It's like, I read something that Dave Grohl said. He's like, hey, man, whatever happened to band just coming out and sucking? And playing, and who cares if they suck? They played for their for their friends, and then they got better. And then he's all that. Yeah. He's all that was Nirvana. 
And then I was like, see, that's awesome statement, man, because that, that's what we that did. That is as, an awesome statement. That's what we did as POD. Yeah, I know, we man. Started I noticed you guys, you guys started out in San Diego, man, playing playing the hoods and yeah. stuff, man. And all of a sudden, like, everybody's like, holy shit, these guys are badass. What's and the next thing you know, I'm hearing about you guys, man. Yeah. I'm like, and, I, and I'm, you know, I'm a SoCal cat, you yeah. know, and an Orange County boy, yeah. man. So it's like, man, I was like, these kids, these cats are badass, man. I'm digging you know, this. And, and, and in this industry, a lot of people are going to talk shit. Yeah. You know, they're, they're going to say, oh, but you got to keep doing it. And the thing is, being in the arts, in the arts, if you want to be successful, you got to just understand that everyone's going to tell you no, mm -hmm. and everyone's going to push you down, and you just got to keep getting up and doing your thing. Yep. And as long as you do, and you keep believing it, and you do and do it, and you're solid, that's what happened with us. We So many labels passed on us, and you know, I heard so many other bands, labels passed on them, like Linkin Park was one of them, all these labels passed on them. People yeah, that's amazing, on, huh? People passed on you too. And then these bands end up working their asses off and work and work, work ethic, and they get better as musicians. Mm -hmm. And then they next thing you know they're they're superstars. Yeah, <laughs> you know. What I mean? Yeah. And people are like, "Dude, you sure missed the boat on that one." Yeah. You know. No, that's that's you know what, man. You hit the you hit the hammer on the nail, brother. Man, I mean, just imagination is important. Yeah. What does Einstein say? Imagination is more important than knowledge. There you go. And I think that the music has lost a lot of its imagination. Yeah. Oh, I do, I do, and I and I. I, and like, okay, for instance, and I don't want to get too deep in this because I don't want to, you know, take it from, from, you know, what we're talking about, your album and stuff and tour, but basically, I like I was at NAMM this last week, covering yeah. NAMM, NAMM show, and I was talking to a lot of musicians, a lot of, you know, some, some quite big names, you know, like, you know, ran into Nikki Six. I don't want to name drop anyways, yeah, yeah. but we're talking about the scene out here and the scene over in Europe, man, mm -hmm. how out here... They don't. A lot of a lot of the people don't stay for the second, the third, the fourth band. They're only there for that one band, and they bail. Yeah. Me, I try to stay for everything, man. But out there, they respect it more. Out in Europe, man, I don't know if you find that because I'm I'm sure you've toured in Europe and in Asia and all that <laughs> shit. It seems man. to be out of the states. When you go to Canada, when you go to Latin America, Mexico, yeah, everybody is hungry for music. They appreciate it. They live it. They breathe it. Mm -hmm. They die. You know what I mean? They just yeah. love it, dude. For some reason, I think Americans have gotten too spoiled. There are certain markets, though, in, in, in America that are way stronger than others and way more fanatical than others. Yeah. Um, and for a perfect example would be for POD, Houston. Houston, New York, L.A. Those are big cities. But then you'll go to some obscure areas and people just don't have a damn clue. Man. Lansing, Michigan. Yeah, and like, <laughs> what are we doing playing here? Yeah, you know, fucking so. you're like, who booked? Wait a minute. But damn. You know, we don't, we don't, we don't discriminate. We feel that we need to play everywhere we get a chance, man. So yeah, oh, it's you know, good. As man. far as Europe goes, yeah, there is definitely an energy of, dude, I want to stay and check out if more I can figure something new out. Yeah, I think the problem is is that the music seems way too oversaturated. At way more than it was when I was coming out on, on the scene, yeah. because of all the net, all the internet stuff and everything, and everyone can produce their own records. So there's a lot of crap out there. There yeah. is, and what's happening is, is a lot of people have to decipher siphon through Cipher, everything yeah. and go, yeah. you know, what what is it that I really like? And yeah. I think a lot of people are lazy. Yeah. Back in the day, we'd go to record stores, and I'd oh yeah yeah yeah. Now Let it's me, internet. Now yeah. it's internet. It's internet. Yeah. And my my son, my son's my son's twelve years old, man. I go I go, dude. Stop! I, I'm, you should see my collection of records. It's awesome, my vinyl man. Yeah. I go, dude, play some records. Don't 
the CDs and the iPods and all that crap, man. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? But anyways, man. Okay, hey, where can they find your social, all your social media sites, man, for, especially well, for payable, the record? Payableondeath.com is our official website. Uh, at POD on Instagram, at POD on Twitter. And I want to say it's either at PO, Payable <laughs> on Death or POD on Facebook. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that. Okay, now, here's I'm sure you've gotten this question. The Christian, mm -hmm. you know, is it what is it is it a fact or true, man? Because I like to hear from the horse's mouth, basically, man. Is well, it is, are you construed as a Christian metal band, or is it just a metal band that you like once in a while you you preach to work? You're asking the wrong guy in the band. But <laughs> let me tell you, you know what, man? I I don't like labels. Yeah, I think music is a universal thing. It should be. Okay. Uh, you know, it's even with on the other end, like satanic bands or whatever the yeah. hell people want to say. To me, man, it, it's an energy that you're putting forth to okay. the public. So like it's that. like it's to me, it's it's not. It's about positive energy, yeah. and there's negative energy. Now, if you ask Sonny, the singer of our band, mm -hmm. he's more apt to say, "We can all agree uh, together that this isn't." Technic, not a Christian band. Yeah, but but, but, yeah, we, but we are a band that has Christian roots, kind of like a U two, okay, or a okay. Bob Marley. Gotcha. You know, like we speak about gotcha. God, we speak about Jesus, Jaw, but we're not. Gotcha. But we're not like throwing Bibles out in the crowd yeah. and thumping people over the head. Or John three sixteen. And yeah, all that. we're not. No, we're no, not I doing it, man. That. Thank you, thank you for um, clarifying um, that, man. I appreciate it. But the it. thing is, dude, like. That's a personal belief. Okay. It just comes out in our music. Okay. Like it's like, you know, it's 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 a spiritual aspect, and a lot of people want it. They want us to be the poster child of their religion or their their denomination, and we're like, nah. Okay. We're just POD, man. We 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 believe. So you that. don't get caught up in all that hype, then, basically. That and uh, I like that, man. Nah, I mean, you man. know, but but if somebody asks you, you're going to clarify. But you know, that's cool, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. I, mean, I appreciate that, it, dude. We believe in God. I do too, man. And uh, you know now how the extent that you believe and I believe that I don't but, have to but, go to church. No, but, to, yeah, to but to the extent that you believe, and I believe that's your personal. Thing. Yeah, exactly. No, I agree. And, Thank and, you. And so it's like a lot of Thank people want to make these big, you know, what is it? Pleas of this is the way it needs to be, and that's the yeah. way you know, like political stances. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. bro, chill out, man. Yeah, just relax and yeah. listen to our music. Yeah. <laughs> And our music's coming from a good place. It is, man. It is. Like I said, I grew up on it, man. I listened to it, and I had a mad respect for you guys. And that's, but, you know, with the awakening, that's what that journey is yeah. of the, the being a concept record. The uh -huh. main character in the album, he's, um, he's struggling because he's basically dealing with a tragedy that happened in his life. Okay. And, and he basically goes through the struggles that we all go through. Sobriety, you know. Yep. Uh, I'm one of them. A, a, a relationship with a female, yeah. with females, like you know, or or for women, males. It's it's okay. about it's relationship based, self struggle, and dealing with our demons, and and he ends up at the very end of the story finding, so to speak, redemption, uh, forgiveness, and and forgiving his father who did the tragedy to him. Wow, man, that's insightful, bro. So you know, that's that's the synopsis, I guess, of 
what the, what the album is hey, about. Check, yeah, check these, check this guy out, man. Check these guys out on tour now. What's your next stop? What's uh, East Coast we're, or? No, we're playing Las Vegas. And that's it. You guys are done. Oh no. Oh, <laughs> we jumped have, the gun, we, didn't we, they? No, we have a lot of touring for the rest of the year. Okay. Uh, we got. We're gonna finish this tour with ten years, and then we're gonna go home for about two weeks, and then we're gonna do another headline with Head P Direct Support. Oh, Head P. And, I saw them uh, Mushroom Head. Yeah, that'll Great be like band. 20, 20 days, and then we're home for a little bit, and then we hit all the festivals: Carolina Rebellion, Rock on the Range. Rock on the Range. Yep. Um, we'll be we'll be there. Yeah. We'll, we'll be doing all that stuff, man. Hey, where can they get your personal website, my brother, man? What's my personal stuff. Uh, <clears throat> On Instagram, official Marcos Curiel. On um, Twitter, Marcos Curiel. And uh, Facebook, Curiel Marcos. Are you active? Are you active in social media? Media? I am. That's good, man. I am. That's good. I like to communicate with the fans and my friends. That's good. That's another thing that's missing. A lot of the a lot of musicians have have an assistant that's doing it, and that yeah. bugs me, man. Because I've caught plenty of them. I've talked to them and said, "Well, wait a minute, you didn't know that." And yeah. you know what I mean? It's yeah. like you know, come on, don't don't let yeah. me. I don't want to talk to assistant, man. I want to yeah. talk to him. All right, brother. Well, thank you very much for your time, man. You're badass, man. Or mad respect. Check man. this guy out, man. Check the band Pod on tour now with ten years. This is Rad Chad from Maximum Threshold Radio. Horns up, bitches. Rad Chad. <laughs> Here goes one for your boys from the South Town blocks and now let me show you how the West Coast rocks hop in there Got that Cali streets run that need some California love gotta turn that Saints the angels across the map Hop the lads around the world but I keep coming back to that sunshine state for even gangsters
rocking things, wrecking things, and doing everything. If I could get at your boys from the South Town blocks, and now I just showed them how the West Coast rocks. West Coast. I switched channels, but I didn't have to really do it. Just figured it out. All you do is pull the XLR out and stick it back in. Must have had a bad connection. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, I want to thank Rad Chad for grabbing that interview with Marcos, a good friend of ours. Go back years with him. Yep. Check out, if you do a, a search, search uh, Maximum Threshold POD Marcos. And I interviewed him and we talked about eating Mexican food and shit like that. Some good stuff on San Diego when I used to live out there. Uh, so, yeah, you guys can remember, you can text the show right now at 440 252 And Curtis, um, I want to know about Red Chat about the promo ID. He does get the promo IDs, but he doesn't do them like I do. He gets them separately. So we get the shout outs and all that from him. He gets he does it separately. He's a little more professional. I I do it all in one take. And then I go back and re edit. I just it's a little more difficult on myself. <laughs> I guess. Oh uh, man. So yeah, that was pretty cool, man. I'm glad he hooked up with me. I was I was kinda surprised. So oh wait, we got two things. okay. Um Curtis. Fifty two, fifty three, fifty four Whatever number you are today. Um, let's see here. Huh. Okay. Well, there we go. And you heard um some POD. I haven't even heard that song. West Coast Rock Steady. I haven't heard that song before. So you heard it right along with me. And there you go, man. We're ready to knock out the first hour here on Max and Threshold Radio. We're not going to keep you here um, three hours as we usually do. I just got I got a couple more interviews here. I don't want to knock them out. We're just going to get out of here, man. So you guys go do what you're doing. I know you're listening to me because, fuck, what else you got to do? You're just fucking doing as much as me. Yep, that's right. This is our therapy. This is our time together. You're shining along with me right now. We're just little diamonds in the sky. And, <laughs> yep. What was that? Somebody send me a message? Let's see. Where do you send me messages at? Somebody commented on my video. Richard Palmieri. Um, oh, this is what I played. Damn, here we go. This is Takio Ishii, new BB Handy. Mark, 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 mark. 
That's right. Chicken yodeler, man. What's up with that? Japanese chicken yodeler. I love this, man. I've been watching this video a few times today. Come on, you know you want to do it along with him. Oh, the chickens. They make me hungry. He's not singing in English. Is this all just a Japanese? Again, ladies and gentlemen, my dominant hand presented to you. Right in Binkle, Southern Barbaria, the a lot of cocks running around. I think this is the farthest I got in the video, the chicken shit in his hands just saying <laughs> uh, let's see here um, yes I will ask about on the merch tents tomorrow Rotch. <laughs> uh, let's see so what's going on out there people what's what's the haps what's the haps that's what we want to know what's the haps um, nom, 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 nom. I think I'll play some music, you know, because I can. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry, I don't have that sound effect, so I would have done it. <laughs> I gotta play some happy, some happy love music. I just gotta, I gotta. Stick around so I can pull it out. Find it for you. <clears throat> okay, let's do. Hmm. Oh, let's do this. This I gotta play a song here for Jeff. Cause me and him when did an interview today, and I thought of him during with this song. Okay, so this is a little love song. Wait, 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 wait. Gotta do the promo ID. We gotta be legit. It. Um, even though this guy wasn't on it. 
still, it helps. Okay, here we go. Be right back. After this. Okay, it's just Dante from Venom, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold. This is a fucking killer show. Go, man, that was some venom for you. It's one of my favorite bands of all time. So, yes, I got good taste. And if you don't like venom, fuck yourself. That was easy. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's see here. I got an interview here. Um, I want to knock out real quick. It's a it's kind of oldie, but um, I didn't know I had it until just now. 
So um, I don't even know who the hell interviewed these guys. Did I interview them? I don't know. Um, where I put? Oh, here it is. This band's opening up for Black Sabbath. I was wondering. I thought I had a connection with them. I wasn't sure. So I got the, the one of the big questions I wanted to ask. Jeff Kiss. He went to Wendy's today and got himself two hot dogs. I wonder how those how they held up. Was they were they good? Did they um were they bad? Did they clean your colon out? What's going on with it? We want we want to know. Because I doubt anybody else in the world had any of these yet, other than the people who works at Wendy's. So um, just text me back. Let me know what what was the um, the deal with the hot dogs. Here, let's listen to this. Let me see how long this is. You are about. Oh, this is only 10 minutes long. Let's do this. We'll play this Rival Sun interview. Um, like I said, I don't know who the hell interviewed him. We'll find out. Who knows? It may even be um, DLG. You are about to listen to an exclusive interview here on Maximum Threshold Daniel Radio Mouth. at MaximumThreshold.net. Autumn Harvest. This is Dominic. I'm back here on Rock on the Range. And I caught up with a couple guys here. I saw and let them talk about who they are and what you guys do. And just let it roll from there. How you doing? I'm Scott Holliday. I play guitar with the Rival Sons. Cool. And how much you? I'm Michael Miley. I play the drums. Cool. And so... so how long have you guys been in, in the music business? Oh, goodness. Uh, I don't know. We've been in the business for probably too long. A lot of years, maybe 15 years, since I was a young kid. So how long have you been a musician? That's the key word. Uh, since I was about 11, 12 years old. Oh, yeah, my whole life. But we've been a band about three years now. Yeah. And um, we, uh, we're about to release our fourth album. So we're in the business for sure. <laughs> yes, I'll agree with that. We are in the business. <laughs> so how did you guys get along with all this over here, the Rock and the Rain? How do we get hooked up with it? Uh, gosh, I don't know how all the logistics happen. Yeah, this is all between agents and managers and stuff. We have a lot of friends out here, and I believe they just contacted us and said they'd love to have us out. And of course, we were happy to be a part of it. We're kind of in the middle of a, of a little... Uh, North American kind of tour. We were in Canada last night, we're here, and then we're back in Canada tomorrow doing a uh, uh, Grand Bend. How was the Canadian scene up there? Yeah, good turnout? Ridiculous. It's fantastic. Yeah, the Canadian people are great. They love rock and roll, and uh, we love them. There's a great bunch of people. How about you? How was, how was your, your take on the whole Canadian scene compared to the States? Oh, man, Canadians love rock and roll, and their, their ears are open. Um, I don't think there's much of a difference. Americans love rock and roll. This is where, it, yeah. this is where America, this is where it started. I mean, we get asked this a lot. We do uh, a lot of our work in Europe. Most of the, most of our years are spent in Europe. You know what I mean? So uh, people go, well, why aren't you playing America more? And I guess it's the simple fact that uh, it just caught quicker over there. So we spend a lot more time there. Scandinavia, the UK, on and on everywhere over there, and Canada as well. But America, I mean, that's where we're from. Obviously, the, the states are wonderful for rock and roll. We're just uh, starting to catch fire over here. Sounds good. How about you got any, any comments on, on how the music scene is growing over the years? The music scene in America? Yeah. Wow. Uh, do you want my raw opinion? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, this is a big evolution. I think we're wondering what's, what's coming up next. How, where do you think this music is going to? I think people are starting to open up to 
the way music used to be made. A lot of bands are recording with old gear and doing it without the click tracks and computers and you know even some of the big artists are stripping stuff back. Go um, back to analog and yeah, like we, we got, we, I think everybody got so digitized for a while you know. I don't know I mean I could go on about that stuff. But. I we play real rock and roll, dirty rock and roll, visceral rock and roll. I, I think music has become more global than ever. It's uh, with the internet. Uh, a lot of people complain that it's ruining the music industry, but it's just ruining it for the inside people, yeah, the business types, you know. So for the rest of the world, we have immediate connection to more music than ever. It's only going to be good for us. It's only good if you get more quicker, more immediately. Just boom, that quick. So it's. I think it's great. Yeah, you have to take a. You have to take a different look at it. So if you look at it as a financial thing of how much you're investing to it and all the legal downloads and stuff like that, that'll drown you. But if you like, like you said, you look at it at a different angle that you want everybody to get a hold of your music. And as long as they come to your shows and support you and buy your merch, I think that's the best where it's going to be at. Yeah, I mean, uh, hopefully they'll want to buy our music as well because... Uh, like at one of your shows, I guess. Or even just, yeah, buy it in general. It's great. I mean, we're all guilty of stealing music. Anybody who, who denies that is probably just not sure that they've done it, but they probably have. I think it's... Uh, I'm in between because I, I take music too. It's what we do. We share. But uh, I think everybody should be as honest as they can with it because that's how we get to keep coming to places like this. If there's no money, there's no more show. You know, it all has to be something we can make revenue from to keep us all alive, you know? How about for you? What do you think? Yeah, what he said. I hear you. <laughs> There's a couple more things. I'll let you get back here over here. Um, how can people get hold of your music? Uh, everywhere. Uh, iTunes, Amazon, a whole bunch of online outlets, uh, our websites, and... I don't know about how, in, in the States how much we're in stores, but uh, all across Europe and Canada, we're in all the major stores, Walmarts and, you know, all the, all the major outlets out there, HMV and stuff like that. How about your website? What's your website? Our website also, yeah, www.rivalsons.com, and uh, you can link up with us on all the, the Facebook, a.k.a. Faceballs, and all the uh, uh, Twitters and all that fun stuff. I don't know. Sounds good. Can you do us a quick favor? Yeah, sure, man. Can you do a promo ID for us? Just say your name, the band you're with. You listen to Maximum Threshold and throw something crazy out at the end. You listen to Maximum Threshold and then do something bizarro. Yep. You're going to do bizarro, okay? Okay, here we go. I'll do my name, you do your name, I'll say we're the rival sons. Okay. Hi, this is Scott Holiday, And I'm Michael Miley. We're the rival sons, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it.
Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. That was the interview that I did. Um, like the, it was just like yesterday, I guess, with Rival Sons. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, those guys are now on tour with Black Sabbath on the farewell tour till the next tour. So there, that that was pretty cool, man. I I remember this. I remember the song. I don't honestly remember interviewing them. That's not a bad thing, is it? I'm doing something real quick. Um, supposed to be interviewing this band, All Hell to the Yeti. Um, I think tonight. So I'm going to see if I... I think I put their music on my flash drive to bring over here. So I can let you guys listen to the new stuff. So that's what I'm looking for. Oh no, I think they're next week. I don't know, but I think so. I want to think that. I want to, but I don't know. I don't know. Wait. Um. Hi, I'm one of the thirty-seven pentagrams. I'm Jeff Blackburn's arm, and when I'm not watching him whack his weenie. I'm listening to Maximum Threshold. Rawr. Rawr. That's right. Let's knock this out real quick and we'll come back after this here on Maximum Threshold. This is Michael Corafon, Rag, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold. Hmm. My farts smell like french fries. Hey guys, this is Ron from YouTube's Rock and Metal News, and this is your Maximum Threshold Rock and Metal News Report. And Theos, the band featuring ex-animals as leaders and the Faceless members, are set to release their new album called The Infinite Nothing. It will be released on April the 1st through Artery Recordings. The track list is out. Some of the songs are New Light, The Infinite Nothing, Terminal Stages of Nostalgia, Bad Chemicals, among others. Pre-orders and merch are available now at arterycordings.merch.com now.com and uh, the band is going to be heading out on tour with the contortionist and monuments among others so you can check out their official website for tour dates and the butcher babies have announced a headlining u.s tour in march which starts march the 10th in pittsburgh and goes to march 20th in scottsdale arizona so far you can check out their official website for the tour dates and We Are Harlot, which features former Asking Alexandria vocalist Danny Warsnop, are working on their next album. The band stated, What's up? Uh, you want a new Harlot album? New tunes under construction? Get ready. And you can check out their Facebook page for more information. Continuing with your MaximumThreshold.net rock and metal news, Killswitch Engage have released a music video for their new track called Cut Me Loose. It's on YouTube now. The song is off their new upcoming album, Incarnate, which is out through Roadrunner on March the 11th. You can pick up the digital single now on iTunes. Jesse Leach stated regarding the song, This song is about finding wisdom and understanding through suffering. And straight from the path have a new drummer who is Craig Reynolds, formerly of the Harp Machine. He replaces Dan 
Bork. And finally, Caleb Shomo has recently stated the new Beartooth album is finished. Caleb stated just wrote the final songs for Beartooth LP2, as in it's done. You can check out their Instagram for more information. This is Ron from YouTube's Rock and Metal News with a Z, and this has been your Maximum Threshold Rock and Metal News Report. Thanks for tuning in. Hi, this is Andrew Rock, and you're listening to Maximum Threshold Radio. I request on MaximumThreshold.net.
know that's Merciful Fate with Nuns Have No Fun by request by most of the world. Uh, let's see. I'm going to take another little breaky poo-poo over here and come back after this. So, okay, okay. Looking for reliable and affordable Shoutcast audio or video hosting? JWN Media offers complete Shoutcast hosting solutions for business or personal use. All plans come with full listener stats, custom web scripts for implementing your service into your existing website, full server control, super fast network, and huge bandwidth limits, a 99.5% uptime guarantee, and friendly, knowledgeable support personnel dedicated to making your hosting experience fun and easy. With plans starting at only 3 a month, you have no excuse not to get a server of your own. Plus, with the option to add auto DJ and on-demand services, you can be confident your station will be all it can be. Custom plans are also available at their website. Simply visit jwnmedia.com and click the Shoutcast hosting link to get started right now. Phone lines are open. Call us now, 440-709-4977. Once again, the call-in line in the studio here is 440-709-4977. But be prepared. You call. You will be on the air. Have a smartphone, iPod, iPad, or even Roku? Grab the app, tune in, and search Maximum Threshold and hear the show live directly from your device. If you want to follow Maximum Threshold Radio, you can do so. You can find us at MaximumThreshold.net, Facebook, Facebook.com slash Maximum Threshold Radio, Twitter at Max Threshold. You can also get us on YouTube at youtube.com slash maximum threshold. Pretty damn simple, huh? Check us out. Follow us. Be part of us. Miss the live show? Go to stitcherradio.com and search maximum threshold and listen in today. That's maximum threshold and stitcher radio. A match made in heaven. You can text message the show right now at 440-252-0058. Once again, it's 440-252-0058. Text the show.
with blood guilt so there you go gotta play some of that older stuff there I got some other newer stuff I'm gonna be playing in a little bit uh, but let me do this man we got this interview that me and Jeff and I did just a couple hours ago with WWE champion Charlotte that's right Charlotte on Maximum Threshold Radio the reigning WWE diva champion and of course, you know, since you know who we are, we had to cover that by request, I guess. <laughs> so here you go, man. This is the interview that Jeff and I did with Charlotte here on Maximum Threshold Radio, your source for blah 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 and wrestling. This is Dominic from Maximum Threshold Radio, and I have Jeff from Maximum Threshold Radio. And I also have Charlotte, Divas Champion. That's Div- right. <laughs> <laughs> so how you doing? I'm doing well, sir. How are you? Oh, great. It's, it's finally nice to be part of the Flair Dynasty and to, be, to have the opportunity to be here right next to you. Oh, th- thank you. I'm honored to be here. My first hockey game. Nice. So, so what? So how, how does it make you feel to come here? You know, you're coming for this, this big pay-per-view. It's one of the biggest ones, probably, that you're going to be involved so far. And you're, you're over watching ice skating. As a prep I, I don't know if the boys would want to call it ice skating. Hockey. Um, no. It's ice skating. It's, I'm looking forward to tomorrow. It'll be a big night. Obviously, it's um, the go home to road to WrestleMania. Oh, so uh, I already took one Bella out. Looking yeah, forward to putting another one on the shelf. Yeah, we're looking forward to seeing that. It's going to be great. <laughs> Thank you. So what's, um, I, I've been watching since you got involved with the WWE here and just watching just how, how far you've come along, come, how far you've come along. And you're doing a really great job, and it's like everything is just—it's like second nature already for you. Is, is that the vibe you're getting from it now? Oh, um, I no, I do you know I never I learn something new every day. Honestly, I think that's been the key to my success. Is um, I'm kind of like a sponge, and with all the sports backgrounds that I've had, I look to people to coach me to train me. I know wrestling is subjective, yes. but. Um, for me, I just, I, you know, today's not good. I always, I just always want to get better. And obviously my transition in NXT, you know, I kind of did the, my debut on the main roster is completely different. NXT, I was yeah. a heel to a baby face and yeah. they debuted us as, you know, NXT baby faces. And yeah, now turn, to a yeah. heel, I, I'm, I feel like I'm finally, you know, getting my feet wet. I feel yeah. more comfortable. Now you say you were like a sponge, you know, absorbing all this stuff. Obviously, your father is the man, and you know I can tell you a story real quick. My father hates your dad just for the fact I'm 40 years old, and when I was six, I'd steal his robe and walk around the house and give elbow drops to the dog and try to put my dad in figure four when he's sleeping. 
Is it different when it's your father saying, hey, do this, do you kind of look like, come on, Dave, you don't know everything, or do you like, oh my God, just like Rick Flair, like telling me all this infinite wisdom, is it? No, it's a lot different, and I, people ask me that question all the time. It's because I'm like, no, Dad, you're just biased. Like, if my dad is, a, he'll say, you know, that was that was great. I'm like, Dad, tell me it was bad. Like, I, I have, my dad obviously is full of knowledge, and there's no, I mean, he's done it all. But I need someone other than him just because I know how much he loves me. And don't get me wrong, he's hard on me. But um, it is just different. It is, because he's my dad. Right. That's, do you have, does he tell you, has he given you any, you know, NXT and WWE, the main roster, it's a whole different animal. Has he told you, like, has he given you any advice, like, how to make it on the road, like, you know, not get burned out and, and start hating what you're doing for a living? Oh, that he, uh, definitely. Well, when I was in NXT, he did not want to, um interfere with Sarah Del Rey's training with me just because he wanted me to learn on my own and then have her and go to her. So he really hasn't been hands-on until I debuted on the main roster. Um, but he more helps me with um, my men the mental aspect of it, like how do I deal with criticism, things like that. He's like, when you walk through that curtain, whether you don't feel it inside, you don't let anyone know that you don't think you're the best believe in yourself and don't let anyone else dictate how you feel or how you want to be portrayed. Just believe in yourself. It's like the whole rock star thing. When you go up on stage, you're, you know, you're, you're portraying a celebrity, a star up there, and you don't want anybody to know, like, hey, I just messed up playing, you know. You're just going to keep going because you're, you're, you're doing what you got to do. Yeah, exactly. And, um, with him back and forth. Obviously, when I was a babyface, I argued with him about certain things. But now um, that I'm a heel, and I think that's my strength, we communicate, or I ask him more questions just because, you know, that's what he did for so long. He was, I, in my opinion, one of the greatest heels ever. He's just a babyface now because he's a legend. Oh, yeah. He's always been a babyface. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Yeah. I still, I, I'm still looking forward to the where I can get shoes that cost more than something. <laughs> I told him though if he elbow dropped his jacket while I was wrestling and he was managing that I would fire him and get a new manager. No, you didn't. <laughs> yes, I did. I, I don't even know what to say. To I'm I was scared he was going to take Becky's jacket and elbow it. I'm like, don't you dare. Maybe put on the goggles, but not the jacket. Don't do that to your poor mom. <laughs> you won't let him drop a jacket, but wear the well, we actually thought about when, when the three of us were all together. We thought about him, but we, it was too goofy. He looked too goofy. You know? <laughs> so, you know, the women have been, you know, there's been evolving and there's been a lot of great women like Trish Stratus and Lita that have done different things. But you came in at a time where you kind of made, you, you did, you were at the forefront of the Divas Revolution. Does that put a lot of pressure on you and like Sasha and Becky to come in here because the first night there was all that excitement and the pop? Um, it's funny that you say that. So when I had my match with Natty for the NXT Women's Championship, um, I'd only had a couple matches, maybe 
five matches total on NXT television. And then it went to um, me and Bailey, and then it went to the Fatal Four Way, or me and Sasha, and then the Fatal Four Way, and then all of a sudden the Four Horsewomen and then us debuting. You never really realize what's happening. Um, but I do know the four of us feel the pressure, but we want that pressure because we want to change the game collectively together. And it's, you know, for us, what was different is going up and having different opponents. Like, I've never wrestled the Bellas. I had never actually even wrestled Paige. I had never Fox. But when you walk out there, when I started my feud with Becky, I was like, this is just like practice. Because that's who, you know, I trained with every single day. Yeah, I was looking forward to seeing that that breakdown between you two. Yeah. But you knew it was going to happen just eventually because you guys had that tight friendship going on there. You're like, okay, when, when are you going to break out? When are you going to move on and say, okay, now it's time to go after that belt? It's, it's going to happen. You're just waiting for that, that click. When, when, when did that moment happen? Did Vince come to you and say, okay, now's the time. It's gonna, we're gonna, you guys are going to go against each other? I, th- I don't think when we debuted, I don't think they knew where any of us were going. I don't think they knew the direction. And that organically, I think, just happened because I don't think that was a plan. It just, uh, people saw the chemistry between Becky and I. Becky and I never had a chance to work each other, you know, on NXT. Um, we were in different places. Uh, I mean, to have a program go on, but when it, it just happened naturally, and um, we had a promo after I had like faked an injury and rolled her up. Yeah. It's like, come on, Becky, I'm teaching you a lesson. From there, they were like, ooh, this this could go somewhere, and it just happened. Do you do you foresee maybe in the future them incorporating a, uh, a few more titles, maybe like how there's an IC title and a tag team titles for the for the women, so that you know there's a bigger feature for you guys, and it's not just the same. Going after I hope so. Um, I I do think once they start debuting more women, and the division division keeps getting bigger and stronger. Um, but what I think people, you know, kind of forget that it just can't happen at once. Like NXT, I've been a part of NXT for a little over three and a half years, or WWE as a whole, and so much changed in those three and a half years, and now we've got NXT girls on the main roster, so I looked at it from when we debuted, what it's going to be like in three and a half years. So I know they're like, oh, you know, women's championship, the tag titles, I have no doubt. It's just it all can't happen at once. Everybody knows, you know, they see the finished product uh, on TV and on pay-per-view or the network and everything. What's what's the part behind the scenes that, that they don't see that makes it really, like, you know, you're not just showing up in a building, putting on your stuff and going. Is it- the travel is really hard. Um, it takes a special kind of person, I th- or not a special, someone who has to be so passionate about what we do to manage the travel because it's hard. Like I was just in Germany. I mean, I w- I did Raw, and then a couple of us flew over to Germany. I wrestled Paige for the Diva Championship four nights, right back to Raw in the States, in California, uh, to a day off to. Uh, uh, doing appearances yesterday in Kentucky to here to Fastlane tomorrow it's it's a lot but I mean I I absolutely love what I do and it's an honor to know that I can reach out to women and hold the diva championship and say I'm just not a diva that I'm a um, 
strong, athletic female, and that you know we can have just as good matches as the men. Absolutely. Does does the term diva said? Would you like to see it be, stay in diva or like maybe just be the women's championship? You know, just, people. <clears throat> I know it's a big deal to people, and I I mean everything. You like to update things, but to me to hold the diva championship and to know that I'm not a model and I wasn't on a diva search or anything. I'm just, you know, kind of girl next door, tomboy with the diva championship. And I still represent that to me. It sends a, a really good message to little girls and women. So, I mean, I hope it changes one day just for the update, but I still think it's great. Do you ever watch old um, glow wrestling videos? I have before. Yeah. What do you? What, what is your take on that? He wrestled in there. I would love really? to. Really? Yeah. I, was, I don't know. I. <laughs> he was that lady that wore. She had like the raccoon makeup and the fuzzy brown outfit. She was hot. <laughs> she was hot. No. I watch a lot of Shimmer. Um. No. I mean, I. When you YouTube, for instance, for me, because I didn't have an independent background, I have to watch a lot of different, um, like Lucha Underground, just to kind of, you know, learn where I fit in and what I can uh, take away from the, the, I guess, entertainers, wrestlers. But, um, no, I think all the promotions are great, and you can learn from everyone. Yeah, there's good niche, and there's, and, you know, there's, yeah. there's stuff that's been done you, and rehashed a million times. Yeah. But every place has its own thing that they do really well, and it's kind of like their niche. When you were, when you were a child, did you want to, is this something that you said, man, when I grow up, I want to be like my dad, I want to do this, or did, because your dad was gone so much, and you're like, I want as far away from that as I can possibly be. I never thought about it until 2012, the Four Horsemen Hall of Fame. Uh, I was sitting there with uh, my dad, my brother, and John Lorditis. He was like, why aren't you wrestling? And I was like, I don't know. I'm 26. I haven't really thought about it. Um, and then I started three months later. But uh, before I obviously debuted, or before I um, showed up at FCW in Tampa, um, my dad said, you know, if this is something that you want to do, you know, you how you um, took volleyball and gymnastics and cheerleading and every other sport that you played, you have to put the same amount of devotion and seriousness and competitiveness into wrestling. And I said, okay, and I never looked back. So it's weird, I guess it's kind of meant to be. And it's, uh, where do you see yourself in five years? Do you see yourself being the greatest diva or women's champ of all time? Like, my dad said you never do anything uh, unless you want to be the best, and I want to be the best. Well, right now you are. <laughs> well, that, that was I have, quick. I have a long way to go. <laughs> Thank you. I had a question. Um, since you were like with FCW and with NXT, you know you were with a bunch of other women in the wrestling there. Is there anyone out there you've seen who is just should be up there where you're at with the WWE who hasn't got the call up yet? Bailey, I know, will be here. And, you know, the, when we were all in NXT, all we wanted to do was be on the main roster. You know, you watch every Monday and you're like, gosh, why isn't that us? But um, what NXT has going on right now, how special it is and how unique and how much it's growing. When I watched Brooklyn, when I watched Bailey and Sasha. 
I know. I was like sitting there, kind of jealous because I was like, "Oh, I'm on the main roster, and I don't know. You know, women aren't looked at as main eventers. I don't know what it's gonna be like." And I sat there, and obviously, we had the four horse horsewomen moment, and Becky and I had that fatal or the. Fatal, well, it was a tag or fatal four-way against Emma and Dana. We had that match, but it was just to, it wasn't a spotlight match, and it was hard to be like, God, I'm jealous I'm not in NXT anymore. So, no, I think all the girls will be up there. It's just a matter of time. Uh, but, I mean, there's a lot of talent that's worthy and deserving to be on the main roster, but it's like, why leave something that's so hot and special until it's time? Oh, I agree. Is there anyone, anyone around that, that you would like to see them bring in, maybe start in NXT, that you'd like to work with, that you haven't had the chance to work with yet? Yeah, to bring to anywhere, NXT? To, yeah, anywhere. To get, get them to NXT or, or get them up to the main roster? Um, Billy Kay from Australia um, has so much talent, and she is such a good person, and I can't wait for her to break out in NXT and bring her up to the main roster. Yeah. I did work Mia Yim, um, or how do you say her last name? Yim? 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 One time at a, uh, early on at NXT when I was still learning, and I think she's a great talent. What about, like, that? saying like you, you could take Ronda Rousey and all that is that something where you go like hey dad shut up or is it something you're like yeah come on bring it up yeah no because I think people think he's like serious no. and they like get so mad at me and I'm like he's my dad I'm not saying that I wouldn't train right. but I'm like chill and I'm like you know what if people get so mad about it let them take it in because it just gets me more heat right <laughs> Yeah. Okay, we're going to end up closing this up here because you, you got a lot of other things going here. But I want to take this time and say thank you very much thank for being a part of your oh, being here with you. Maxine Gresham. I can't sit anywhere with my knees off on. Oh. So my daughter, and I can probably sit down for her. Absolutely. Absolutely. Can you do us a quick favor? Can you do a promo ID for our radio show? Yeah. Just say your name. Company you work with, you're listening to Maximum Threshold. Maximum and, Threshold. Yes, and throw something crazy out at the end of it. And please don't put no thought into this. This is the best part. <laughs> you gotta wing it. Hey, hey, you guys, this is Charlotte, your Divas Champion from WWE. You're listening to Maximum Threshold. And remember, anything worth doing, do it with flair. Woo! That's right. What's up, everybody? It's Rad Chad from Maximum Threshold, MaximumThreshold.net. I'm in Los Angeles. Correction, I'm in Long Beach, California at the Gas Lamp. Joining me right now is a new band that just formed with drummer Dave Lombardo. Gentlemen, how the hell are you? you guys want to introduce yourself now? I'm Justin Pearson. I'm Gabe Serbian. Awesome, man. You guys, obviously, just, we were talking earlier before we got on camera that you guys just formed this band. Like, I want to throw in the male metal maniacs out there that, 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 that with what's going on with you guys. Sure, you, you want to do it. <laughs> Ross Robinson um, was working with uh, myself and Dave and Mike Crane on someone else's record, mm -hmm. and so um, we stopped through with film, and, and uh, so Dave suggested that we kind of start this new band very urgently, and then it happened, <laughs> and now, now it's a band. Yeah. Right on, man. Yeah. So obviously, obviously you're not in, you're just like you said, you just formed. So there's, you don't have any, any new material coming up soon for, for for the people out there. Yeah, yeah, we're in the process of writing and recording an album. 
Okay. Yeah. So right on, man. Uh, so what else is going on basically with you guys, man? Other than just you know, just playing, you know, trying to get things going. Yeah, we've literally been in the studio, like pretty much nonstop. Nonstop. Yeah. So 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 there's a lot going on basically for for the new fans. Well, the band's like a little over a month old, you know. So we have like a few weeks to write enough material to play these shows that. Because we were pretty much filling in the, um, the empty slot that film for mm -hmm. film. And uh, so we just had this little window of time to write as much material as we could to play these shows. And we did. And now we're recording all that shit and trying to write more stuff. Mm -hmm. for the record. Yeah, man. So you guys are playing Long Beach. Anything, anything in the future coming up for, obviously, besides recording? Yeah. Any shows like right. Montana, maybe, or East Coast tour, maybe? Or? Um, I mean, there's stuff that keeps popping up. I know we're doing some stuff with Napalm Death and Melt Banana. I can't, I don't remember anything else. <laughs> you guys are walking on thoughts. Just kidding. No, I know, man. You guys look like tired, man. You guys like look like you're it's, playing a lot. It's been, yeah. You get nonstop, man. Right on, man. So, social media sites. Where can they, where can these catch you guys? Obviously, you guys. I think all the, the standards. Standards. The yeah. Facebook, the, you know. Yeah. The, MySpace. MySpace. <laughs> you guys got a, uh, you guys got your own, you know, own, like, like, oh, what, what like Dead Cross, DeadCross.com or something? Not yet. I mean, I think we have. Jesus, man, you guys got, got you barely new. We're new, <laughs> yeah. We're still. Fine. I know, man. I know. I know. I'm sorry. Man. Anything else, man? Anything else you want, guys? Want to elaborate, man? Why, why, why we're you know filming here? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what about now? You guys going to now? You guys going to this weekend? Yeah, I think uh, we're the Kirchner next weekend. Yes, we're actually doing a show in Fullerton the first day of Nam at at the Hideaway. Is that what it's called? Slide Tiki Bar. Slide it. Slide, 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 slide Bar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right on. What, what you got? I'm, I'm curious. What's your guys' history? I mean, obviously, everybody knows who Dave Barter is and all that crap. But what is what is your guys' history? Man? We were in a band called The Locust, and then we were also in a band called Retox. Well, I was in a band called Retox with him and mm -hmm. Mike Crane, but then I left the band, and then those two guys still do that shit. Yeah, here we go. First interruption. Yeah, first, never. So, so Locust, right? That's that's yeah. where you're from. Did you, did you play vocals, or were you? I was the drummer from. The, the drummer. Band. Okay, yeah. all right, right on. Man. And then that's how we actually first met Dave. We did a tour with Phantomos. Uh -huh. Just looking around. For who's? I mean, I, I think you mentioned earlier in our interview, but who, whose I, really idea was it? Was was it Dave's idea, or you guys just said, you know what, let's just get together and just jam, and then hey, you know what, it works out, man. Let's just do it. I'm not sure because I got a phone call from him like that day asking if, if I wanted to sing, and I was just like, fuck yeah, I do. But, I mean, Ross Robinson put me and Dave and Mike in a room together, mm -hmm. and I think it was Mike's idea to start a band urgently to fill these dates for, for Dave, because the band from Mexico had their tickets and stuff, so mm -hmm. that was kind of how it happened, and I suggested they came to sing, and then, it, I mean, it was literally just like that we were already playing a show. Wow, man. So just formed after that, and yeah. So you know, yeah, yeah. So film that shows. Film broke up. Dave was in the process of recording the shit with these guys, <laughs> and then they decided to start a band to fill in those gaps, those missing shows. In a nutshell. Yeah. So the shows again. So the shows wouldn't get canceled because there was a band from Mexico that was flying out here to play those shows with film. They were buying their tickets and shit, and there, there was a, there was like eight of those, eight people in the band. Or something. So they spent a lot of money on that shit. So in order for them to be able to come out here and play those shows, we put this band together, 
to play, and now we decided. I mean, I know it's early in the game, but any positive feedback yet so far from from other than other than my my, my, my media? I mean, any, any other media is giving you know giving you guys props yeah, and everything? Yeah, seem to be pretty psyched. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm sure you get media from the show, obviously from me, but I'm like, yeah. Yeah. So you guys, it's vibing. Everything's vibing now. And the next thing you know, you're like you're just let's just play, man. Yeah. yeah right on, man. Yeah. All right, man. Um, hey, anything else, man? Anything else uh, before I get out of your guys' hair, man? <laughs> hey, uh, I appreciate it, man, taking time out. Hey, check these guys out. Go to their social medias. Check them out. When they, when they play near you, check them out. In all honesty, I'm Dave Lombardo. This is Gary King. <laughs> this is great. All right. Rock and roll. I'm Gabe Serbian. And I'm Justin Pearson. And you are listening to Maximum Threshold. And we're Dead Cross. Oh, yeah.
Yeah, there he goes. Some Sister Sin going out to 55, 56, and 57 out there, as well as a New York groove. <clears throat> and everybody else who's listening to it, it's going out to you, from me to you. Ah, let's see here. We had this great interview that Rad Chad. It was an evening of Rad Chad, I guess. <laughs> Because there was another interview that he did, and this one was with the band Dead Cross. And if you listen to that interview, um, it is the band with Dave Lombardo in it. So, there you go. Uh, there's a couple things I wanted to mention to you real quick. Uh, we got this new show. It's coming up on the network. And we're looking forward to really getting the, getting them on here. It's a new new style that's coming on this, on this network. It's not not even really music related, which is pretty cool. And this is band. I mean, this show that's coming on is called Knife Edge Chop. And it's going to start this Friday, coming up the 26th. It's a wrestling show. And so, you can hear Ian on there talking. Everybody else, man. Uh, Lan and his show, Knife Edge Chop, are coming starting Friday, February 26th here on Maximum Threshold Radio. Like I said, it's going to start on the 26th, then it'll be, it'll be in replay throughout the week. And I think it's going to be like 8 o'clock or something like that. Uh, we're, we're ironing it all out right now. Headbangers Ball, Lan and Travis. I want to thanks for Jeff for hooking up with them and bringing them, swaying them our way. And I think that they'll be pretty, um, they're pretty excited about our little pickup this weekend with Bray Wyatt and Charlotte. Uh, because, hey, we rock. What can I say? Uh, I don't know how much longer I'm, I, I could hold out another 15 minutes or not. We'll see what's going on. Trying to. I just had a bowl of cereal. You know what that does to you if you have cereal? Especially if you're lactose intolerant. I'm just saying. Okay, here we go. This song here goes out to Michael. Michael Strong. We had a big fun fest that, that was not on the recorded version of the show tonight. You have to hear some favorite songs. You heard Nitro with Uranium, Uranium. Then you heard Kids of Whitney High. I got a new car in my garage. And you also heard Before Dawn with the number one classic uh, over the last couple years with Robbed in Miami. Y'all got Robbed in Miami. Robbed in Miami. We got Robbed in Miami. Now I got to wait. Before we do Michael's song, I got the song that goes out to Jeff Kiss. This here is one of his favorite, favorites of all time. It's this song right here by the band Bubble Brigade. He loves his band so much, more than he loves Prong. The song's called Five, Shroomage. Six, seven, eight. Shroomage and Doobage. Shroomage and Doobage. Shroomage and Doobage. Shroomage and Doobage.
Okay, <laughs> so it is Ian. I knew it was Ian, but I'm reading these texts that I'm getting from Jeff. And his letters made it look like it said land. Yeah, you get I's and L's screwed up, especially if it's the first letter. Shroomage and doobage. Shroomage and doobage. Shroomage and doobage. Shroomage. It's Ian Robinson, the dude from Headbangers Ball. And that when interviewed dudes you don't remember him that's what he said I do but yeah their show's gonna be on the here starting this this week yep that was on <laughs> with knife edge chop yeah hiya Hiya. Okay, now Mako song. Uh, here we go. This is a pretty cool track here. Where to go? Oh, after the great fire. Here you go. This is all hail, all hail the Yeti, right here on Maximum Threshold Radio.
Pretty deep, man. That's a kick-ass song, man. You really gotta really dig, get really get into them and dig into their music. And they got a new one coming out here uh, pretty soon. I can't wait to get my grubby little paws on it because it's some good stuff, man. Well, speaking of all hell, the Yeti, I'm gonna give Connor a call and we're gonna get him on a show. We're gonna talk about their their new one that they're. Should be about done with. Where's my phone thingy? Here we go. Connor. Hey, what's up? What's going on, man? How are you? Oh, pretty good. Just got done playing a couple more of your songs on here and really digging it. Digging it. Cool. I'm looking forward to the new stuff. I don't get a chance to. I just get a lot of reading on it. <laughs> All the work that that has been putting out towards it, and it's a, it's some, got some good press going on there. So I'm looking forward to that. Good on. So what's shaking, bacon? Not too much, man. I just. Uh hanging out at home relaxing just had some dinner and then uh watching hockey nice yeah i was just at a hockey yeah. game a little earlier today we had the lake erie monsters game and we were interviewing charlotte from wwe over there oh cool so that was pretty it's pretty cool man going there and just seeing i didn't think i didn't think hockey would be that big here at cleveland because they usually lose all mm-hmm. their all their teams out here when it comes to hockey mm-hmm. but it was it was pretty packed man i was pretty impressed so they wouldn't let right us. On. They wouldn't let us stick around and watch. They booted, booted our asses right out afterwards. Their interview. Yeah. <laughs> they pay for tickets. <laughs> yeah, they made us pay for parking though. 
We had to pay like ten dollars for parking just for a half hour interview. I don't know. If, Shit. I don't know what kind of um, trade off that was though. <laughs> Not a good one. Nope. <laughs> so the people who aren't real familiar with All Hail the Yeti. You want to give them a little brief about the band and about yourself? What you do? Uh, I'm Connor. I sing, mm-hmm. do uh, lead vocals in All Hail the Yeti. We are just a band out of Hollywood, California. Kind of heavy metal. I don't know really what everybody's kind of uh, uh, pegging us to be sounding or what our sound is, but mm-hmm. you know, we do what we do. And uh, yeah, man, that's who I am. Yeah, yeah your music is kind of hard to put a pinpoint, whether it's like um, that doom vibe or is it like um, a heavy kind of thing with a little touch of a little bit of like a hardcore vocals to it. It's hard, man. You're You're all over the place on there. I think that's one of the yeah. good things that's making you guys stand out. Definitely, we get we get you know slumped into like the metal core. We get mm-hmm. into southern metal kind of sound, um, but that's the you know the one thing that's good about it. We open ourselves up to be able to tour with a lot of different types of bands. Oh so we're yeah, happy about it. Yeah, I was looking at the list of some of the bands that you, you you're able to hit the road with, and it's, it's like a perfect fit, man. You guys can go. You can guys can go from like a warp tour kind of thing. To like um, mm-hmm. any other type of regular festivals, you'd, you'd slide right in with all that. Was that the idea totally. when you guys put the band together? Um, you know, like, nothing with us is ever like planned out or I mean, like contrived. You know, yeah. we just did what we wanted to do, and and you know, we all like so many different types of music. So I think a lot of that kind of bleeds into what we're doing. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, we originally there wasn't much singing involved you know when we first started the band and then when when Nick got into the band I mean this is a while back but you know that became kind of something that that stuck with us so it, it kind of took the took a turn towards that way so we'd able to um, you know open a lot more doors for us mm-hmm. for, for your new one that you have coming out um, you have you have a pretty cool producer that's working with you you want to talk about um, who this person is and how much influence they had of you of of the direction of this new record that you have out coming out? Yeah, we, we did the record with Matt Hyde um, out here in California. Matt Hyde is, uh, I mean, if you don't know who he is, he's done quite a bit of stuff, but most recently he just did the new Deftones record. Mm-hmm. Um, he's done Mon- Monster Magnet Slayer. Uh, God, I mean, the list goes on. He's worked on so many types of like bands that I'm a fan of and a fan of and and even more, you know, and like down to like No Doubt and, uh, you know, Pulley and punk rock stuff. And he's all over the place. And uh, so it was really cool to work with him. He he understood right off the bat, like what we were trying to do. And uh, it wasn't like, it wasn't a struggle at all. You know, we got in and everyone everyone got along really well with him. And, you know, he's, a, he's an interesting character. So the humor was there and our, our drive into humor and, you know, our jokes and stuff kind of. He caught on really quick with, and we caught on with him, and so it was fun, and we had a great time. Uh, I, this is a question dealing like with um, the music business aspect of it. Um, I know how how bands when you put used to put records together, you know, you had that budget you'd have for your record, uh, and you pick mm-hmm. out your producer out of out of how much money you had and all that. It's still working that way, or is the label automatically picking it out for you, or how much input do you have in picking a producer out? Um, with with our, you know, obviously money's always an issue. You know, you can't. You know, we wouldn't be able to pick out Terry Date. You know, at this point because of you know, like certain guys just don't budget or 
or bend on their pricing. But, you know, Matt was, you know, Matt was friends with our label and he'd done a record for Insight, the Insight's last record. So, um, and he was doing some work with my bass player on another project he was working on and, you know, he knew who we were. So with, with us signing to Minus Head, he, um, they've been really cool about letting us just kind of, you know, trusting us artistically and, and all that stuff to, to do what we want to do and kind of giving us the reins, you know, they directed, you know, direct us a little bit and, you know, a little bit of what we can and can't do, but no, it's been great. Like we've been really, really happy with everything and there's nothing to complain about. And when is the expected date on this where it will drop? Um, the record releases uh, in the United in North America on April eighth. April eighth, cool. Yeah, I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to this. Is there gonna be on um, a big tour and everything put in a big push for this? Or how are you guys gonna go? You know, about we've it? got we've got a couple things in the works. We're just kinda of waiting right now or in that in that in between phase. We're just waiting for a couple of tours to see if we get them or not. So mm-hmm. you know, we've, we've been uh, we're in the uh our name's in the hat for a few, so we're just waiting for the nice. yes or no on a, on a couple of them right now. We are doing um, an L.A. show coming up here pretty soon, or the, the, you know, for the release of the album. But um, a couple of things on the West Coast, but nothing, you know, nothing set in stone yet. You know, we we're going to be getting over to Europe probably in the summertime. Mm-hmm. So yeah, everything's just kind of exciting, and and we're just you know, every day is a new day, and a new a new thing comes up. You know, so we're just Wait till we wake up in the, tomorrow and find out what, what else is going on. Nice, yeah. When the LA show comes up, I'll get into there and check out the dates and all that. And we have a guy out there who does um, work. Does, you know, is like our reporter out there on West Coast who cool. covers LA. So we'll have him go there and, and check your show out and interview you guys and do a cool Absolutely. review on you guys. Absolutely, we'd love to. Um, there's been like like I was saying earlier. There's there's a lot of hype going on with this ne- this new record. It, what 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 difference is this one, the new one from their last one that you had out? Oh, you know the the, the first record we we released in 2012. So it's been a, it's been a good four yeah. years. You know, over four years since we recorded it, and that those ten songs that are on that record are you know ten of the first fifteen songs that we ever wrote as a band. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and through that through that whole process, there was you know numerous lineup changes, and you know as a starting band always gets. So, oh, yeah. you know, and we're super proud of it. We love the record. You know, the, the songs on it are you know we still play live, and we love playing them, and the fans love them, and, and everything. No, nothing wrong with it. But this record is you know the four the four of us how we are now. We're the only ones that wrote on it. You know, and it's it's really cool to be able to, um, just you know we connect really well, um, uh, you know, as, as artists in, you know, in the studio and stuff. And it, it shows a lot on this record and it's very, it's a lot more mature than our last record too. You know, like the, the writing style and, and, you know, the song structure and, and just everything. It's just, it's just a little bit more grown up, you know, mm-hmm. as, you know, as we've grown, so is our writing and, and, and you know, our subject matter and, you know, our playing and everything. So, that's one thing that, you know, I've always tried to be very conscious of if, if, you know, once I stop, stop learning and stop growing and it's time to quit. Oh, I understand just, that, yep. Yeah, so we just, you know, we, we wanted to, and everyone gets worried about the second record, you know, the sophomore curse yep. and, you know, you've got 10 years to write your first record and then a year to write your second and, but for us, it just came super good, like super, super naturally and, and we just, not super natural, but yeah. very naturally and, um, we just, you know, the songs are just 
like falling out of us basically. So, you know, we wrote about 19 songs and picked 12 that we loved and that's what we did. Until we nice. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. You know, cause I, I love seeing the evolution of bands, especially when they, when their first one comes out and it's, and it's strong. Then when you start reading some information like, like, it, like I have on you on the new one of all this input you have and, and the direction that you have, I'm, I'm excited about this, and I know I know if it's just not just me. I know other people too, especially people who have been following you know your band for years. Yeah, definitely. Um, we're you know, it's uh, it's exciting for us too. You know, we're we're super happy to 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 play the songs for everybody and and be able to you know see what the response is going to be, and um, it's just it's exciting, you know to. To, to be at this point where we're now we're going to have to, you know, as, as much as it sucks having to decide what songs from the first records we're going to play and mm-hmm. then what songs from the new record we're going to play. It, it's still pretty cool to be able to have that, you know, that option to make that decision and, mm-hmm. and still be doing it after our first record, you know, one record. And, mm-hmm. You know, cause a lot of bands these days, they, they don't last, you know, oh, they don't yeah. last longer than two, two tours even, you know, right. so we're, uh, we're, Pretty, we're you know more than happy, and we're just excited to see what's going to happen in the next you know for this next cycle. How's it feel when you have this, your next record come out? You can actually say you have a catalog of music behind you. <laughs> I mean, it, it, I imagine it's going to feel awesome. I won't mm-hmm. know that feeling until April, but uh, you know, we we did release an EP back in 2010, but that was self-released. Mm-hmm. You know, so I imagine it's going to be a great feeling. You know, like and just being able to see when you look on Spotify or on iTunes see two two album covers and a new yeah. album art and just know that like this is something that I worked so hard at twice you know and um uh, yeah it's it's you know it's it's almost like hard to believe you know when you think about when I think about where I was when I started the band and you know it was just like something I was going to do just because I like playing music and writing music yeah. and being in a band and the next thing you know like however many years later I'm talking to you on the phone you know, doing mm-hmm. an interview for your for your shit, and yeah. we're talking about my second record. It's pretty, it's, pretty nice. You man. know, I'm really, really, I'm really, really um, thankful and grateful for all the opportunities and all the guys are. So we're not, uh, we don't take any of this stuff for granted, and we know that it, it can be taken away from us at any moment. So mm-hmm. we live it, and 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 uh, you know, and just kind of try to live every day as best as we can. I understand that. I'm looking yeah. at. I'm looking at some of the bands that you were that you did did um, shows with or toured with. Who's the one band that was most influential with you uh, when you were performing? Um, I mean that's hard to say. Like there's different there's different things about each band that we took. You know, I always take something from each band that we yeah. play with, whether I like them, you know, whether I like them musically or not. You know, every time we do, we get you know get a tour or get a show. And I hear about a band, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to check them out, you know, see what we're up against. And I'll watch their videos, I'll go to their, their, you know, their social media and see what they're doing and, you know, and try to apply the things that are working for them to us, you know, and maybe see if that'll work. But, you know, 36 Crazy Fists are, are you know, our are best friends. And, mm-hmm. and I've known those guys for a long time and I've learned a lot from both, you know, from all of them, but mostly from Brock and Steve and, um, you know, they're like big brothers to us, kind of, you know, I mean, even though, like, they were close to the same age, but they, you know, they've been doing this for a long time, and, you know, yeah, I would say them, for sure, more than, more than anybody else. Nice. Uh, so, 
and like like going back to like for people who aren't real familiar with your music, what other kind of bands could you say your music kind of falls in the realm of? Sorry, say that again. For the people who haven't heard your music yet, who are like are just now tuning in to us or on that, um, how would you explain what your music style is, or like what kind of bands would you think you could associate your style with? How our style is? Yeah. I mean, I, I that's, that's like that, that question that I never mm-hmm. know how to answer, you know? We, we take elements from so many types of music, um, but, you know, a lot of the Southern, you know, the Southern metal bands, um, Down, Pantera, COC, I Hate God, mm-hmm. um, Crowbar, you know, that was something that, that was always a big influence on me musically. So when I started the band, I wanted, you know, I wanted to do a, a combination of that mixed in with, you know, a lot of like the metalcore bands, like your Killswitch Engage oh, yeah. and um, like Unearth and, you know, all sorts of those newer bands that were did, kind of doing that. And, and, you know, it wasn't about playing fast to me. It was about playing groovy, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it was never a competition to see how, you know, oh, let's do the fastest song we could. It was so... It's hard, you know, like I, I still have a hard time explaining, like trying to like pigeonhole what, what our sound is. Yeah. And we always get somebody else saying something, something different, you know? Yeah. What are the, the, the band's records that came out this year so far? What band do you think has the best record that's, that's came out so far? Uh, in 2016 or Yeah, 15? 16. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's so early in the year. I don't really know who's got anything yeah. out right now that I can even listen to. It's new. Yeah, it's it's um, it, it's that's a that's a rough thing when you when it's when you're like in the, going into the third month of the year and you can't figure out, you know, yeah, who's totally. who's. Who's you I mean like a couple um, years ago? You remember like when Accept put a new one out beginning of the year? You remember that all throughout the whole year, and like towards the end of last year, you know when Clutch put that last one out, that was that was popular. That stuck around. But yeah, like we're three months know, in, man. Nobody's really weird about nothing. You know, like the ones that are standing out for me, I'll say for 2015. I mean, I you know the new Vision of Disorder record is really great. I love that record. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, uh, I've listened to a lot of different stuff, like not really heavy, anything really that heavy, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know, there's a band called uh, Gunship that I've been listening to. They're from England. They're kind of more like a new wavy, like kind of like rock and roll, like 80s kind of sounding stuff, which is really strange. Um, that's a great record. Um, uh, the new witchcraft is really good. They're out of Sweden. They're a great band. That, that's 2016 for sure. Yeah. You know what? There's so many. Like I could, I could sit here for hours listing off all the bands. You know that 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 I love. Yeah. I hear you. Let's see here. Just a couple more things. We'll let you get going. But I got a. No I got worries, a, man. I got a question here. How has Joe Dirt influenced your life? Joe Dirt. Yeah. The movie. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes I get some I get some real good creative answers out of that one. <laughs> you like literally not at all. I couldn't even recite a single line, but I think I've seen that movie once. Yeah, they, he has the the new one out there, Joe Dirt Two, which is absolutely horrible. Oh, did they put it out already? Yeah, well, it came out on Crackle. It didn't even come out in the theaters or anything. 
I didn't even know they did that. <laughs> it's it's pretty bad. I wouldn't think that it would be. <laughs> <laughs> so how can people get a hold of your music and your websites and all that? Um, right now, it's just allhailtheyeti.com or our Facebook, which is official All Hail the Yeti. Um, you know, our YouTube is just All Hail the Yeti as well. Pretty much, you know, right now they could are doing pre-orders for the first record. They're mm-hmm. for both records. They re-released the first record with some of the demos on it. And then the new record is taking pre-orders for, you know, physical, digital, and vinyl. Um, that's through Amazon or um, on our band camp, which is just All Hail the Yeti. Nice. Uh, can you do me a yeah. quick? Can you do me a quick favor? Yeah, absolutely. Can you do a promo ID for our radio show? Just say your name, the band you're with. Of you're course. listening, listening to Maximum Threshold, and throw something crazy out at the end of it, and don't put no thought into it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's the best part about it. Again? Maximum, Maximum threshold. threshold. Yeah. Okay. Any time or what? Yeah, go for it anytime. Hey, what's up? You got Connor from All Hail the Yeti. You're listening to Maximum Threshold Radio. Hail Satan. That was perfect. Mm-hmm. And for the people who aren't familiar with your name and your band, uh, can you tell them where you, where you guys came up with the name for All Hail the Yeti? Um, you know, the band was originally called Yeti mm-hmm. um, when we first started, and we were doing a... We wanted to do something a little different and like make it a little bit more memorable. And we would having you know our crowd chant "All Hail the Yeti" during you know in our set um, when we were back when we were first starting, and it just can kind of became something that stuck. So we switched everything over and kept it, and it just seems to be like everyone kind of identifies with it a lot better than Yeti. Sounds good. That's it, man. <laughs> so there's nothing real deep in it. No, I mean, well, Yeti was. You know, it's it's less about the, you know, the creature mm-hmm. of the Yeti and, like, the hairy monster and more about, like, the legend and this, you know, this untouchable thing that no one's ever seen or heard or, you know, or ever caught. Mm-hmm. And it's terrifying, but you don't really know what it is. So that was kind of like where, you know, we, we kind of related it to our music. It was different than everybody else, and, you know, that's where it came from. Definitely is, man. Your music definitely is different, and you you can't pigeonhole pigeonhole it either. Yeah, totally. Okay, Connor, well, I'm going to get going here, but I definitely want to thank you again for being on the show here and talking with us, and and for everybody out there, keep your eyes out there and your ears open for all hail the Yeti for the new one when it comes out. When is it? April? What, what date is that? April what eighth? April eighth. Yep. That's it, man. Everybody, when that comes out, you'll be hearing on here and definitely see a big push and nice media blitz on our part as well. Thank you so much for your help, man. Anytime, man. You got my number. Just text me anytime you got anything going on you want me to help you promote Sounds with. Sounds good. Okay? All right, brother. Have a- you too, man. Have a good one. All right. Bye. And there you have it, man. That was Connor from All Hail the Yeti. And we'll play one more song here from All Hell the Yeti. Then we're going to get out of here. Here you go. And and this is When the, when the Sky Falls here on Maximum Threshold Radio. This day will forever change.
changed my life I was lost deep inside my sorrow Thinking this part of me was gone forever So much of my heart given only to be taken I built a shield to protect what was left And no one deserved what I had to give And then one evening, was it summer or was it fall? Both seasons crashing like waves Seasick would not come on this day No, seasick would not come on this day
There you go, man. That was all hail the Yeti. I want to thank Connor again for being on the show tonight. Man, it's always good having some great music on this show. And especially some great entertainment and great interviews and just great people, man. And that's so that's what our base is all about here on Maximum Threshold Radio. And so I'm getting ready to get out of here, but I want to thank each and one of you for tuning into this week's edition. I think this is episode fuck, I don't know. Ford's I don't I can't even guess. <laughs> Let's look. I think it's like four eighty or something. I don't know. Three no, it's four. How's four forty? We were close. Four forty. That was tonight's show, number four hundred forty. That's right. That's four hundred forty. That's almost like saying four hundred forty weeks. That's like shit. Twenty five years or some some shit. Well, we're getting, we're getting out of here. I want to thank all our guests we had on the show tonight. We had, we had some great interviews. We had. Bray Wyatt from WWE. We had Charlotte, the Divas Champion from WWE. We had an interview with Dead Cross. Uh, we had Marcos Curio. Um, we had Connor from All Hail the Yeti. And I think that's it. I don't. Man, I mean, there was like one well, we could have threw. Oh, we did a Rival Son also on the show tonight. Whew. My God, this was a power packed show. So, yeah, I want to thank you guys for tuning in this week's edition of the Maximum Threshold Radio Show. I want to also thank all our sponsors out there. I want to thank you for tuning in to wherever you're listening to us at uh, and whatever network you're listening to us. If you got us on iTunes, I want to thank you for subscribing to us. And please, please, please leave us some, some comments, some, some five stars if you got it in your heart because that helps us to get more listeners and we get more listeners. It means we get put on more networks and then we get more people can listen to hear these bands on here that in interviews that we have and help get the word out here. Cause that's what we've always been about. Always helping out the little guys and helping become big guys. And when they come big, become big guys, they can help the little guys out and the cycle continues because who's going to lead the charge down the road. Bands are dying off, man. Literally. So we got to keep this field going, our field of metal dreams. Okay, well, I'm out of here. Tired of the blabbing horse shit. You know I'm just gabbing. One more time. One more time. I got to hear this. Guys, this is Charlotte, your Divas Champion from WWE. You're listening to Maximum Threshold. And remember, anything worth doing, do it with flair. Woo! Okay, we're out of here. Horns up, fist in air, everybody. You have just listened to the Maximum Threshold Radio Show. Maximum Threshold Radio Show is live every Saturday night from 8 to 11 p.m. Exclusively on MaximumThreshold.net. I'd like to thank all the affiliates, all our sponsors, and all our listeners for tuning in this week and listening to this week's edition of the Maximum Threshold Radio Show. Thanks for tuning in again. See you next week. And the back of the
autumn harvest.